Revolution. Uh, good morning and welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Morning Reboot. It is Tuesday, August 27th. We are very happy you're starting your day or whenever you're catching us. Maybe it's via the podcast, which is song-free, commercial-free, free-free. You just don't get it live. We're glad you're here regardless. To be a part of the show today, 419-240-1055. It's a Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. Uh, We'll do that at 7.30 today for JoJo tickets for the Huntington Center event. 7.30 for that. Slightly before that, if you don't sleep well, I don't. So I guess you sleep better than me, I think. I did. I I do. Well, I mean, in general. No reason. Yes. Um, If you'd like to sleep better, how about this for a suggestion? Um, it's a little unconventional, but maybe it'll work for you. That's right after 7 to jump ahead. Panel full of ladies right after 8 o'clock. I've got a lot of questions I want to hit you with for uh, for three ladies then. And um, Tony Geftos, who you'll hear shortly after 6 o'clock. He wrote a book called Heart Shaped Pox. We spoke to Tony, and again, you'll hear Tony after 6 o'clock. It is about chicken pox when he began uh, dating his uh, his his then girlfriend we'd like to share a couple of chicken pox stories with you a very busy show today we're glad you're here again tuesday august 27th you can call the show for our, uh, the variety of features that we have and text anytime 419-240-1055 good morning it's 538 it's eric chase and the one and only floyd hey We'll, we'll get to your skull. <laughs> I know. I'm a little bughead. But I need a, I, I want a one-word answer if I could. Okay. Did you watch the VMAs last night? Yes. Okay. So um, I just did the fa- I did the Twitter version this morning. Okay, I did the YouTube version. And <laughs> I just watched performances except the speeches. It, I, it, <laughs> you know what I call it? The Saturday Night Live effect. I don't know if anybody really. I don't know if the scores of people people watch SNL live anymore. Mm-hmm. But when they hear about a buzzworthy skit, they yeah. go find it and watch it. So uh, I caught up with everything this morning. We'll do the the full entertainment report um, a little bit before seven o'clock this morning. Um, and I tweeted you yesterday the five song Missy the EP was a letdown. Three of the songs are good. Two of them I can live without. The, this is a Missy Elliott exclusive. I was like, why is this happening every three seconds? The one like ballad type thing. That was that one's odd. That one that one but threw cool. me for a loop. It's I was cool. like, okay, okay. So I was I didn't since those songs weren't great. And I didn't think she was going to do those when she won this Vanguard Award mm-hmm. last night at the VMAs. Oops, sorry. Um, I I didn't know what to expect. She. But she did open with the one song. Yeah. Ouch, I cut my finger. Let let me share this visual. This visual, if you didn't find it, uh, if you didn't watch it last night or, or see it as we did early this morning or, or not live. She basically, thanks to the modern technology that we have, and she was a pioneer and a futurist 20 years ago when she was doing all this, mm-hmm. she brought the video visual she is so famous for to real life last night. Okay. And Let me give you a gay one real quick. Beach. It was so good. <laughs> this is this is the beginning. This is throw it back. You said you don't like this song? Nope. I, I don't mind it. 
これからみんなでめちゃくちゃ踊って騒ごう騒ごう<笑>
returned in 2015 ever so briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, she'd been gone for like at least a decade. Mm-hmm. Like Work It and Gossip Folks and that album was 02 and then began to fade away and then she was gone to deal with her health issues mm-hmm. and losing weight and, and other stuff. And if there's one person that I, I wish we would have gone in the last 20 years or 15, like a little more Kardashian and crave the spotlight. It's Missy because I adore her work oh. and we got it last night. And she's humble. like you, And it's just, it's just like she looks like she was having so much fun on that stage. And let me tell you, I'm 36 and tried to do a quick change like from one outfit to another. She did like easily, was she medley of like seven songs? Easily. Like I was just like, damn. It was... It was, it was like I said, we'll probably talk about more in entertainment, but like, she was one of the, the, I saved like five performances on my YouTube, on my YouTube thing. Cause I was like, they, these are just, I don't want to lose these into the abyss. Like they're so good. I may even convert them when I get home. They're, yeah. They were so Miss, good last night. Missy and, and Toledo, and she didn't live here anymore, uh, were the stars of last night's VMAs. So we've got other stuff to get to. The show is just beginning. You can text in. 419-240-1055. Good morning. Talking in my sleep. Good morning. It's the Morning Reboot on Q105. You can text the show, 419-240-1055. Make sure you get the podcast because we know you can't spend a whole lot of time with us each and every morning. You've got your morning to get to, whether it's work, getting kids ready for school, and other things that uh, keep your morning extremely busy. Get your coffee. Get your caffeine. Uh, get the, the podcast. Again, it's song-free, commercial-free, free-free. You can text my first name to our text number to get the link. It's up each day before 10 o'clock. Uh, it's Eric and Floyd again, 419-240-1055. I saw a picture of you yesterday. I'm like, oh, look, it's a it's a picture with an old Britney shirt. And it's an old today. It's an old I a friend of mine sent me an old picture of me where I, I clearly had a very unhealthy uh BMI. Mm. And I thought it was an old picture of you, but you, your your body looked the same <laughs> except for your skull. <laughs> and skull. that was that was where is your hair? So what had happened was <laughs> let, okay, let me I'm gonna get it rough. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was just a, a day. It was I had a doctor's appointment. That's a whole nother story for another day. So I was like, let me get my hair together. Let me go home, relax, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like laying in bed and like I lift up and like just a clump fell out. Like <gasps> the like one of the dreads. Five of them fell out. Oh. And I was like, uh I can't like weave them back in because I don't have a degree of weaveology. I don't know how to put it back in. So my sister was like, well, just try to do a ponytail, braid them in. I said, they came on the strip, so there was no way to hide them. They were just like along the side. So like, they were like just little pieces hanging out. So I was like, well, let me just try to take the other ones out, salvage some hair. If those fell out easily, I can easily untwine them. No. So long story short, I tried to fix my hair and I just had like a bald spot. I was like, Ugh, whatever. Oh, yeah, I was just like, damn it. So then, this is the funny part of the story. I went to go, like, look up YouTube tutorials on how to style dreads, like, maybe just to cover it up, and it worked. However, when I lift one of the dreads up, my mom says I was just being overdramatic, but two gnats flew out of it. <gasps> yeah, like, yeah. Like, t- it, it, and my mom was like, maybe they just, like, flew past. They said, oh, no, ma, I lift the hair up. And they said, 
whoosh. And I was like, I don't know if they've been living there since Pride. Nope. So they flew out and I go, oh, hell to the no. Your your weave is like the Popeyes of weaves. I was like, absolutely not. So, but my I'm blessed with that gene that my hair grows back quick. So, like, in, like, a week or two, my hair will be... All right, time out. Hold on. I've never... Yeah, the gnats flew out, and I freaked the F out, and that's the best way to put it. I've never wanted the the long version in in lieu of a short version, but I want the long version. How did you... You have no hair. You have slightly more hair than I have at this (laughs) point. So... So how did you you have to put we need this picture on Facebook or your social immediately okay how did you shave the rest or get it to rest off so here's the thing so like initially the dreads are they're individually sewn in I'm gonna give you the long version more detail so you have to cut each one off but I know where my real hair was so I was like oh let me just cut above it however when she did crochet it in she legit for people who know how to crochet it's just a knitting knotting technique she did that with my real hair so some of the braids were literally like fused to them. Oh, I didn't show you the other picture. I'll show you that one too. But like some of them were like fused to the hair, and I was like trying to pull, trying to pull. So then I took my scissors and went really low, and it was just like a patch. And I was like, oh, well, we can fill that in, whatever. And then I get to another, and I go, you know what? This isn't even worth it. So then, I, like I said, I tried to find YouTube tutorials how to style a braid, like a side braid, just to give it that ethnic look or whatever. And then I lift up those two braids, and I swear those nets flew out of them. And I said, not today. I don't know what eggs in my hair. I don't know. My mom was like, they weren't in your hair. They probably just flew past your eyes and go, oh, no, Miss Donna. I saw them. I lift those two dreads up, and they said. So did you just take a big pair of scissors and cut I, everything? Nope. I got my big healthy booty up, went to my closest beauty supply store, and bought me some clippers. And the lady was like, getting rid of your dreads? I go, absolutely. She, she, she even told me what to do. I took her advice, but it, it, it I was just like, Mm-mm, girl, I'm just, it's hair. It'll grow back. Did, Whatever. Did you have to cut the dreads short and then shave? Yeah. So it was, it was, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'd save that picture. Ooh, I'm so bald. Yeah, this is. Oh, I like that look. <laughs> no, I look like ODB. Yeah. <laughs> <or> Coolio. <laughs> So yeah, that's what I tried oh. to stop. So that's how low it went to just try to get them out. And I was like, they were just too infused into the hair. Like literally one braid took me like 20 minutes to get out. And I said, I ain't got 20 minutes for, I think we put four packs of hair in my hair, 15 in each pack. That's a lie. Six packs of hair. We had one left over. So I bought seven. All right. Last question. Yes. And I want to I get to our break early here. So we have enough time for Tony after six o'clock. Uh, how do you feel about now the $180 investment this was? It was it was really, really good. I just think for me, I bought a lower grade of hair. That's why I started unraveling a little quicker. And would I do it again? Possibly. But I don't want to sit in that chair for six and a half hours. But I know what I look like with it. I like the way I look. So my hair will be back. So we're going to rock a mini puff, fro. I've literally... <laughs> Ew, why is that picture back up? I've literally... I've <laughs> never seen you with so little hair. I've, I've not been this since May 28th, 1983, coming out of my mom. Should we get... Should we get some new imaging written for the show? The bald bros? One black, one white. <laughs> no, my hair, my hair will be back in two weeks, y'all. Don't worry. Wow. And you... Yeah, it, I, I'm. It's here a little bit. I'm, I'm more fine. shocked now than when I heard that that quarterback retired the other day. <laughs> 
We'll take a picture. It's fine. 555. Good morning. It's the Morning Reboot. You can text the show this morning, 419-240-1055. A sleep suggestion. If you've tried almost everything, how about this simple little thing? You'll need some friends to help you out. And we'll get to that shortly after 7 o'clock. Tacos and Trivia Tuesday for JoJo tickets. 7.30 today. We're going to do Disney shows with Lizzie McGuire uh, coming back. Uh, her son, uh, Hillary Duff's son, now thinks she's cool because the show will be rebooted. I think I got that right. 7.30 for Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. Busy show today. We're glad you're here. Q105. Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah. Just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. Get Tony Geftos back here. We've got uh, some <laughs> some stories, uh, well, a story breaking from yesterday into the overnight. Floyd and I have identically similar hair this morning. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's an exclusive. It's an exclusive <laughs> from the Morning Reboot. Check out Floyd's uh, social media stuff. Uh, you might have seen this story yesterday, but after voluntary, voluntarily closing its doors due to cockroaches... Then reopening on Friday, Popeye's on Secor Road was closed again yesterday for additional treatment of insects, according to the health department. Another inspection of the facility um, yesterday morning found small flies throughout the facility and live and dead cockroaches on the floors by the kitchen and under the steam table. Despite the facility being treated by two pest control companies over the weekend, a third inspection is planned by the end of the week. Hmm. Um, you also might have come across, it was on our Q105 Facebook page. I tweeted it out lastly, and I'm going to assume that it is pretty true. The advertising value that Popeyes has received over the last week from their <laughs> little dust up on Twitter with Chick-fil-A and then engaging with Wendy's, yeah. $23 million in advertising dollars. Right. Genius. Like, genius! There are people, I, I don't want to be hyperbolic here or, or, or too histrionic but would you say that there are people who now know that that Popeyes is a restaurant and and was a cartoon character <laughs> not a cartoon well not even are because think about it if you're 23 years old if you're under 30 there was no Popeye on was when you were when you were a kid no because I remember growing up in uh, Arizona Popeyes being there and then we didn't get one here until I was well out of high school. Like, well out of high school. There are literally people who had no idea that Popeye's was a Louisiana chicken and biscuits restaurant. Louisiana. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I need to try that sandwich, though. Funny, I like chicken sandwiches. We'll get to that. Oh. I have something, if we have time to get to it later. Oh, okay. Uh, and oh, also, other news. Uh, they're running out of the, the, the chicken sandwiches, not just mm-hmm. in, in locations here, but all over the country. So, um... Marketing technique, just start a Twitter fight with Wendy's. (laughs) Right, legit. Because, like, yeah, it started because they attacked Chick-fil-A first, right? I think so, and then Wendy's hopped in. And then Wendy's was like, oh, Chick-fil-A, you're slacking with these these Twitter games. Yep. Um, Have you seen people posting, uh, people are posting Chick-fil-A throwing some shade at Popeye's, but they appear to be uh, deep fakes because Chick-fil-A doesn't do that. Chick-fil-A can't throw shade. They can throw, like... Halos and angel wings, and send a little gift box with a Bible in it. Yes. I don't know. They throw, <laughs> yes, they throw good manners and Bible verses. Did but you, don't mess with them on Sunday. They did need you, their rest. Did you see the other thing? Uh, somebody tagged me in it multiple times late last week, or maybe over the weekend, where they explained their idea of the difference between Popeyes, Popeye stuff, and and Chick Fil A, and it alluded to the service. 
and the mm-hmm. quality of person mm-hmm. and their, who was serving you and something about Medea. Oh, Medea. Did you did you see that? No, but I could just put two and two together with what you're going to right now. I was like, you right. I might be walking along those racial lines. I know. That's what I was like, you right. Um, <laughs> TPS has been bulking up their security measures over the summer. That means more radios, better cameras, and increased training for staff and administrators. We want to make sure staff teachers, cafeteria workers, custodians, bus drivers, as we get as many people involved in the training so that everyone knows what to do in an unlikely event of an emergency, according to the T- uh, security chief. Diane Cruz, Diane, Diane Ruiz Kraus. Uh, but like many aspects of education, parental involvement is what matters most, whether it's Mace, a pocket knife, or something like that. Parents play a vital role in making sure the kids don't bring those things to school. We had incidents last year where parents and students advised us there was threatening language on social media, and we right away went into action. So it's good. Um, it's security good, good. will, you asked me about, uh, you were befuddled on dates yesterday for VMAs. Yes. We got that locked down. Uh, Bash at the Bay, even though summer feels really over, mm-hmm. we're not quite at Labor Day, but Bash at the Bay with Kid Rock as the headliner happens on Thursday. I just Could, had a Taylor Swift moment. It'll <laughs> likely be the largest event in the history of uh, South Bass Island South Bass Island, and Putin Bay with up to 17,000 people expected. Um Getting people over to the island with the Jet Express and the Miller Ferry are going to be quite a feat. Um, law enforcement is going to have their issues. Private security as well. Captain Zach Boeing from the Ottawa County Sheriff's Office is in charge of security operations for the event, which has grown almost 10,000 people from last year. They're going to need to get 500 people transported to the island to work the event, which includes lots of law enforcement. Lodging and camping sites and boating docks have been sold out for months. Organizers have put out a list of items that will not be allowed. They're telling concert goers that security will follow the NFL's bag policy and only allowing small colored bags and clear large bags. No, uh, No coolers, blankets, weapons, that might prevent a lot of people from going. Okay. For the kid, for the kid rock crowd. Right. Large signs, laser pointers, and umbrellas. It kicks off at 3 o'clock and lasts until 11 o'clock. It's going to be mania. I will stay right here in Toledo. Ball with the ball, the dang. I do like this song. Digga, digga, digga. So up jumps the boogie. He's got some other songs. I like. My American American me. Badass was on TRL. Do you remember that one? I do. Good song. And then we found out that he was like, Ted Nugent Jr. Probably not as bad. And I think he's come back the other in, in the middle over the last couple of years. I was not even about political. I'm like, I mean, he was like, he drank beer, had his shirt off. He like, like, oh yeah. He showered with his guns. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure he's a good person. And don't get me wrong. Like I said, when that first, that a ball with a ball starts, you're just like, I'll be back in four minutes and 32 seconds. Yeah. You can't help but sing it. Uh, another section of construction in Toledo is now complete. West Toledo. We we, we hit it yesterday, thanks to uh, the writer in the blade. I think it's. I don't. I don't want to get his name wrong, but the uh, the road warrior Monroe Street from Secor to Sylvania is no longer covered in construction barrels, cones, and signs. That small stretch is one of the busiest in the area, and many people say they're glad to see the pro, uh, the progress along with resurfacing, safety improvement. Improvements were added to the intersection, such as drop lanes and medians for those turning off the road. That will not only make it easier to get around, but will also uh, help prevent some of those left turn and rear end crashes. You know I hate left turns. Uh, Counting all the finishing touches, signals, overhead signs, and more along Monroe Street from the city limits past Franklin Park over to Central Toledo. The project uh, around Monroe is set to wrap up before... 
Thanksgiving. Mm. The extended weather forecast. I don't buy this stuff, by the way. Give me, and I guess there is some loose science involved, but the 2020 Farmer's Almanac is out. I don't understand how that works. And it's been explained to me over and over, and I'm just like, huh? Like, well, they take like the weather of past weathers and compile it with, I'm like. And use like cat paw prints. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, I uh, don't understand it. Do you, uh, if you would have asked me for a winter prediction for our general area, here's some of the things I would have said. And by the way, these are some of the highlights about winter in the area. The biggest drop with the most free-falling for the temperatures is forecasted to take hold from the northern plains into the Great Lakes. According to the Farmer's Almanac's winter prediction, the coldest outbreak of the season should arrive during the final week of January and last through the beginning of February. Hmm. Hey, Floyd, when would you like to bet would be the coldest time of year? I don't I know, bet. late January? <laughs> I was going to say, and that happen every year? I don't know. The, I don't even know how accurate this is. The Almanac calls for above normal winter precipitation over the eastern third of the country, as well as the Great Plains, Midwest, and Great Lakes, which is what it's been for the last handful of years. Though last year, I feel we had a very mild winter. Mm-hmm. How do they get their forecast this early? Farmer's Almanac forecaster Caleb Weatherby that's a pseudonym, uses a top-secret mathematical and astronomical formula, taking sunspot activity, tidal action, the position of the planet, and many other factors into consideration. That sounds like a lot of work to predict the weather. Lastly, um, where was I yesterday? I was, uh, I went to Home Goods yesterday. Lots of fall stuff, lots of pumpkin stuff when you walk right in the store. Ooh, I love that store. The pumpkin spice latte returns. Uh, it's their biggest specialty drink or premium <laughs> drink ever. Uh, let's see. Starbucks Pumpkin Spice Latte or PSL returns today with a second pumpkin drink. The Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew. It's Starbucks Starbucks' first new pumpkin coffee drink since it launched the PSL way back in 2003. According to Starbucks, the PSL is its top-selling seasonal beverage of all time with more than 424 million sold in the U.S. The pumpkin pandemonium started last week at Dunkin' locations when its fall lineup with new and returning items arrived. Now, I am very basic. as There's no secret behind that. I'm not a pumpkin spice latte person. However, I do love pumpkin spice candles. Does that count? Does that still make you sure. ba- on that basic plane? Sure. What about pumpkin beers and alcohol? I would love to try a pumpkin beer. I don't think I've ever had one. See, I think all beer tastes the same. Is a pumpkin beer like an IPA? I had it a long time ago and vowed never to drink it again because it was disgusting. I think IPAs, um, here come the IPA rights crusaders. I think IPAs taste like when you like spray cologne on you and you get some on your tongue. Uh, <laughs> That's what IPAs taste like. IPAs taste like perfume. There I said it. Uh, happy fall, or almost. Are you working on your list? Oh, yeah. I've, I have like three on there. I'm, I'm, I'm like going through it. Can you get to 10? Yeah, oh, for sure. We're going to unveil things we like about fall later on this week. Okay, I'm ready. This will be basic for you. I'm struggling to get past (laughs) three. struggling? Three. I'm ready. Six, four, and I'm trying not to be cynical about it. (laughs) I'm trying to be like things I'll actually look forward to. 644, it was a big night for Taylor Swift, Missy Elliott, and a Toledo in last night at the VMAs. We'll hit it before seven. 654 on Q105. It's the morning reboot. Um... You know, uh, we're, we're very open, very candid, very forthcoming on this show. We are, what's the A word? Authentic! Authentic. Yes. Um, when there is an attractive man, oh, I'm a straight... now? When I... 
See? When there's an attractive man, I will not hold back my crush. Oh, it's cold up here. Floyd, it's not you. Oh. Sorry. That's okay. When Floyd finds himself a good-looking lady, he will share that feeling as well. Mm-hmm. That was Sam Smith and... Ooh. Normani. Yes. Or as I like to start calling her, Normanse. She She was all legs, hips, and perfect beauty last night at the MTV Awards. And stretchy and limber. And one of the few that actually sang live, I felt. Because, like, you could tell she was out of breath. But, yeah, I... You know what? Then then me and Major said gave me, like, early 2000 feels, and I was into it. Uh, Missy Elliott uh, won the Vanguard Award last night and performed as well. She brought her videos. She brought her videos from back in the day, which she was renowned for, to life live last night. <laughs> Though this song from the EP is not very good. Alright, it sounds Wait. too close to it. I don't want to risk it. Hold oh, on. no worries. No, it's just it's not a curse because it took it off the MTV page. Hold on one sec. But yeah, get, she did a, a medley of all her biggest songs. I'm going to pull the end up here. Past that Dutch, which wasn't a massive hit, but such a beat. Anytime you hear that a lot, that siren in the club, you'd be like... And the place went crazy. Yeah. So when this song came on, I was like, ooh, Sierra's about to come out the ceiling. Like, I was just, I was just waiting, but she carried it on her own, and... Um, when that, I'm gonna botch the lyrics, but like when it goes, baby, and it goes in the get your freak on. The part that got me is when, do you remember the video? The people like, the sculptures in the ceiling were humans. Yes. She had them on stage. Yeah. Like they just came from the ceiling. I said, oh, those people have been waiting like 12 plus years to be like, oh, Missy's hanging us from the ceiling again. Like it was so, like, Floyd and I are huge. Dope. Oh, it was so good. Floyd and I have been waiting for the Missy return for a long time, and we were both very satisfied, as was it looked like. Uh, they they flashed the camera over to, I think, BB Rexa when Loose Control was on, and Getting she her was- best life, okay? Like, and she's thickums, too. Oh, she is very she's thick. She's thick. I was like, come on, girl. She, okay. She's like Card- Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. thick. Uh, so Missy won the Vanguard Award. It was an epic performance, but the- Missy's spotlight was stolen by a Toledoan, mm-hmm. Allison Stoner, who is 10 years old and danced in the Work It video. Uh, she was brought out last night by Missy and rocked the place. I would play it for you, but it's just her dancing, and Allison is a native Toledoan. And like, um, what made me mad about her performance, because she was killing it. I don't know who the producers were, but they kept jump cutting to the audience. I said, no, we need to see her dance. Like, And when they did show her, like she did like the little caterpillar, like B-boy role. And like, she was epic. Like it, that whole, all seven minutes and 15 seconds. Do yourself a justice, Toledo in America. Watch this performance. And actually, I'm going to co-sign everyone. Watch every performance. because even- sit, Hold on, sit tight. We got more okay. to come. Um, 
Billie Eilish won MTV's Push Artist of the Year, which is like the new artist award. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's out on tour in Russia, so she couldn't make it. Um, A recorded thank you for everything. She beat out Lizzo for that award. Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. Uh, Camila Cabello are official. (laughs) They are MTV Awards uh, show official. There were some modest PDA. They alluded to certain things while they were performing uh, Senorita last night. Taylor Swift uh, wrapped up Summer with a big performance last night. She kicked things off. She did You Need to Calm Down alongside Todra Call and a bevy of RuPaul's Drag Race stars. Um, Then she did a world premiere performance of the album's titular track called Lover. This is the first time she's been at the VMA since Bad Blood with Nicki Minaj back at the 2015 ceremony. And one last note before I give you some of Taylor's uh, award acceptance for video of the year. She's got, uh, SNL released some upcoming guest hosts. Know what the uh, fall season wraps up with? Who? Eddie Murphy. Wait, like former cast member Eddie Murphy? Correct. But, Shut your mouth. I thought Lauren Michaels hated him. But Taylor Swift is going to be a musical guest in October on the episode with Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Uh, Who ta- is that? Uh, she is the uh, Fleabag creator. You, you know if you saw it. Oh, you, okay. Um, but Taylor, Taylor won arguably the biggest award of the night last night, and uh, some of her. I first want to say thank you to the fans because in this video, several points were made. So you voting for this video means that you want a world where we're all treated equally under the law. Regardless of who we love, regardless of how we identify, at the end of this video there was a petition, and there still is a petition, for the Equality Act, which basically just says we all deserve equal rights under the law. Good words from Taylor mm-hmm. last night on the uh, the heels of her album coming out on Friday and reading some reviews of it yesterday and some thoughts of people who I, I like online. Um, I think we're on the right page that it, it's maybe her best pop album. Mm-hmm. It's up there with Red, which I think is two albums ago. Mm-hmm. And when we played the song, both the snippet and the whole song yesterday of The Man yeah. that we liked, I heard the lyric and I was like, that's, that, that's really catchy and clever. The Leo lyric is much buzzed about online. The, Leonardo DiCaprio in San Tropez. Oh, no, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll bring okay. it out again. Last thing, Miley performed last night. Obviously, uh, her and Liam are uh, broken up. She got uh, a new tattoo. My head was feeling scared, but my heart was feeling free. A lyric from the Pixie song, The Thing, which was done by celebrity tattoo artist Winterstone. And this is Slide Away, and this hmm. is what... We always hear this, and we go, "Why, why, why did you act so weird for so long?" She was getting getting out of her system because this is incredible. Good Miley, right? Good hook. VMAs last night. VMAs last night. Allison Stoner, Missy Elliott, um, Miley, Normani, Lizzo. Taylor Swift. I can't believe that didn't get brought up, but it was good. She opened. Did, did she, I didn't read much about Lizzo stuff. Yeah. Am I mistaken? Or, like, no no dudes really got talked about except for Shawn Mendes. No. Hmm. Although, I will say this. We'll wrap it real quick. 
Um, Sean Mendez is in, I believe, Detroit tonight, and he was pretty wasted last night. So if you have a Detroit ticket to see Sean Mendez, you really? might want to check that out. He was because I, I watched like the after stuff, like when I was at my mom's this morning. He, he was he was a little drunk. Welcome back to the public uh, public consciousness and and to the Twitter feeds. It was quite a show last night. Seven oh two with the morning reboot. It's Eric and Floyd. You can text the show four one nine two four zero one zero five five. If you don't sleep well, whether you can't fall asleep or you wake up frequently and you you're, you're like me and you're yearning for a, a good night's sleep, a very modest but unconventional sleep suggestion next. Q one zero five studio. Just two hairless dudes doing a radio show. Good morning. Is it why you chuckled? No, I chuckled because of something else. 7.15 on Q105. Um, a modest sleep suggestion to try shortly and, and where I, I stumbled across it. Good morning. It's Q105. Eric and Floyd, both with very little hair. 419-240-1055 is the number to text. Um, I was thinking, we got Missy back. Mm-hmm. Let's start hashtag, where's Dea? Yeah, where is she? No, 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 no. We don't need... Where's what's um? Where's death? Mm. <laughs> where's where's Far East movement? Far Eastern movement? Where are mm. they at? They it, gave us like three bangers and they were gone. They took that G six and left. <laughs> they sure did. Anyway, good morning. It's the morning reboot. It's gonna be a crummy, wet, rainy day. Uh, this this day kind of explains my sleep. Uh, but I'll come back to that in in a second. Uh, and again, the number to text four one nine two four zero one zero five five. There's a there's a, a a blog I go to every day, and they they have certain links that I they they post five fun links every day or interesting links, mm-hmm. and I check it every day to see if the links are any good. And recently, I stumbled across one that said something about someone's thoughts about turning forty. I'm like, well, I just turned forty. Let me see right. if I can relate. Not that I feel like my doctor put his hand on my shoulder last week. He's like, you know, you're turning forty. Like, I know, but I buy Transformers toys, and I feel like I'm a 308-year-old monk, so I don't feel like the normal 40-year-old. Like, when I say I'm 36 going on four, right. like, I'm like, oh, something new and youthful? Let me partake! And then my body's like, whoa, tiger. In, <laughs> in this article I came across, she actually writes about, like, what age do you, do you feel you actually are? I think we're both, like, somewhere in our 20s, and we're just fortunate mm-hmm. enough to have, you know, aged and got a little more experience, and um, the bodies haven't broken down too much yet. So, th- th- I, I dive over to this to this blog that this woman wrote, and, and it was about her... She was dealing with some health issues. I think, like, a spinal leak mm-hmm. or something. Some, some horrific health issues. But the first part of the article is her talking about trying to get better night's sleep, and how mm-hmm. she's infrequently had them. And I never have them. I'm... I'm pretty good about falling asleep, which I think is most people's problems. I don't stay asleep. I wake up multiple times per night. Not like mill around, go watch TV, but I wake up. I, I don't have I don't have deep sleep. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm constantly waking up and I pet the dogs. Um, what do you want to say? No, I was gonna say I think um, I'm the same way. Like I, I feel like I wake up every hour just to toss and turn, and I'm and I yep. like look at my phone. I'm like oh, it's been an hour. Okay, see you at 3 a.m. But I was just like reading this. She did something that I thought was really odd. She started documenting why she wouldn't sleep. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, Like normally I'm just like, oh, I don't get sleep. Roll over, try to force myself. She noticed something like I in the article, like I think she said after a week, she's like, this, I just drew it. This isn't normal. So she started documenting how long she slept and then she had like her little tracker. And that's not the suggestion either. I'll, no, I'll it's get not, but I'm just saying like, it's really weird for someone that we just tossed and turned. She knew something was up and was just like, 
why am I getting up at midnight every day? Right, right. Yeah. Keeping a, a modest diary, if you're trying to change any kind of thought, thinking or emotions or behavior, is a, is a great way to go about mm-hmm. it. When you go to the gym, track your exercises. You want to lose weight or change your diet, track it. And then you look at it and go, holy crap, I should not have eaten that. Yeah. Rather than just thinking you can keep track of it and run. So that's one good idea. So she didn't sleep well. I've never slept well. I've said before... I've never felt like the orange juice commercial where the sun's beaming in in the morning and it's like, ugh, I am ready to hit the day. (laughs) Like, the only reason I sound like this when we get here in the morning is because I I cannot oversleep. I have to be here. Um, So I get out of bed as quickly as possible and I know the faster I do it, the quicker I get to coffee. This woman tried to do something um, to to help herself sleep better and it worked Mm. for her. I Uh, read this article like three times and I still am just like, how? She uh, had a phone call with a good friend, and they kind of had a heart-to-heart before she went to bed. And she said, as she, as you talked about her documenting this, mm-hmm. had one of the most restful nights sleep she ever had. And then she decided to do this every night with a different mm-hmm. person. She kind of put up a like a... a, a Something like from school, like a roll call sheet on her Facebook page. It was a Facebook invite, and they could sign in for slots to speak to her every night of the week. And I think from what she was filled up for months. Like for like from what I gather, she had like two sessions. So like, if you signed up for nine and you talked to she fell asleep, you're good. If you caught her at ten and she was knocked out. You, you know what I mean? Like, so she had like two different settings of like, I'm going to talk to someone early. If it works, it works. If not, I have that 10 o'clock on reserve, which is genius. But like, like you said, she was booked for months on end. What a great idea. Now, look, I don't think this would help for me <laughs> because I did want to ask you one question with this. Who's the last person that you talk to on the phone or FaceTime before you go to bed? I'm not a talker. That's the thing. I'm a texter. So like, that's why when, like I said, I read it three times and I go, Huh? When my phone rings, I deeply roll my eyes and sigh. I don't even look at the call, the call already. Like, it's like, ring! I'm just like, ugh. Like, I just, I don't like talking on the phone. I think the last person I probably talked to was my mom last night for family issues. But before that... I thought you say Stefan. Like, you guys have a good night call. No, he's, he's, he's teaching now. So, like, we'll do our text and he'll be like, how was your day? How was my day? And, like, it's, it's more of a text driven thing now like we talk more during the day between breaks between our well i mean at night before we go to bed not on the phone really we just text try it will this will this i don't know i don't see i feel like i'd be so engaged in the conversation that when they hang up i'd be like oh i want to talk to more people now now that's another so i don't think this is work for me because i do talk to my friend i've never met ashley Mm -hmm. two or three times a week and we kind of do like hey you know we talk through the day and then we kind of just wrap it up in the evening because she goes to bed early as well so i don't think it would help me but it might help some people because you're you're right when i have like deeply engaging conversations mm-hmm. it starts to fire off all the neurons in my right. brain and then i'd want to stay up but for some people maybe it's catching up with a friend who they text but maybe they really should have a phone call with and you catch up and you talk about just little things and, and it's not it doesn't fire up your brain it just kind of brings your emotions to ease and gets you ready for a bit so it, it could really work for some people and like and then quoting her as she said my friend um, naomi asked to chat one night before i went to bed like i want to know if this was 
a friend Naomi who she had like an issue with back in the day and just wanted to talk to so she got some closure so that was a peace of mind for her just to fall asleep but I like I said I don't know like I feel like if you got deep with me on the level right before I went to bed and we hung up the phone I'd go through on this rabbit hole like how can I help him what did we just talk about what is he going through like I would after this conversation we'll probably go to Google and be like how can I help Eric out? Now I'm all revved up. And like you said, the gears start turning. And like Tony said yesterday, what, 3 o'clock in the morning, right before you go to bed? I won't He's waking up. Well, I'm just saying, like, work. for me, like, I think more when I'm trying to go to sleep. Like, I'm like, that's oh, that's tough. a great idea. I should do that. Oh, I should jot this down. I don't know how she sat here and I don't know if she was more of a listener or did they have a conversation. Or, or maybe, um, again, just catching up with some people she didn't have the opportunity to speak with frequently brought her some peace and ease and the softness of another person's voice I, we're all different it's just yeah. it's just look it might it probably wouldn't work for us we're probably the types who abs- who have to follow that rule like shut off the tech like an hour before bedtime and mm-hmm. i try to do my best of that so i don't know if this would work for me but i thought if it helped this woman so immensely and she's dealing with like a spinal leak I will say in, it could help you out it could also be maybe her other issues, because I know when I'm, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday, it didn't go the way I wanted to. It was weighing on my mind. But then when I went to the doctor and they processed everything what was going on, I kind of felt more at ease in my sure, body. Because you had answers. Yeah. So like maybe this is one of those things she has the answers, but like I, I just feel when you said like the spinal thing, and I didn't get that far in the article, but like that that's that's a heavy issue. That's the spine. Maybe these people take her mind off of the the medical ailments she's dealing with and to wrap this up and if you want to text in or if you'd like this link 419-240-1055 yesterday we talked it is about a good read though i'll get it is a really good read it, I, this site i go to every day and get these links it's, it's great i i'm always grabbing stuff to share uh with them and a lot of times i do it on twitter uh we mentioned yesterday most I would say a lot of people are unhappy with their jobs. It's very rare you meet someone who's like, yeah, I absolutely love love what I do, love who I work for. Find me a person who wouldn't like to sleep better. I think everybody put their hand up, right? And I, but, and I also think if you're like at that moment, like I think she was just, I wouldn't say desperate, but like she was at her wits end to figure out how she would get a good night's sleep. and Something so it, simple. And if it worked for her, like, of course I'm going to run with it and share this information. Because like you said, for me, it may not work for us, but like it may help. John from down the road or Kelly on the east side, you know what I mean? Just someone to talk to and fall asleep. I mean, it's, I want to know if someone does try this, I want to know how it works. Because for me, I, I don't know if I could do it. I just really don't know. Try it. Let us, let us know. Uh, Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. JoJo tickets for the Huntington Center shows. We've got that for you with Tacos and Trivia Disney shows from like the Disney Channel next. What about us? We have a couple of callers, listeners ready to go, but you can hop in because if they strike out, you can score. 419-240-1055. Nothing says Toledo like tacos, trivia, and Eric Chase. We've got two of the three right now. Tacos, Taco Tuesday. On Q105's The Morning Reboot. First up is Shasta. Hi, Shasta. Hello. Can you explain... What a JoJo Siwa is, other than I know it's like chaos and pandemonium for little girls. 
I really don't know. I just know my nieces and all the little girls around. I have two boys, so right. yeah. I don't know who JoJo is. But right. I know some girls that might want the tickets. So. It's all about the hair bow, is it? It's all about the hair bow. Uh, like, I know some of my kids' stuff from prowling the kids' aisles at Target and whatnot, but she's off my radar. She, she's a, Is she a YouTube star? No, she actually, I know this because I'm a Guilty Pleasure show. She started on Dance Moms. Gotcha. She was part of the Abby Lee Miller Dance Company. Gotcha. So her and the Sia dancer are the two breakout stars of that okay, show. Okay, yeah, yeah, Maddie. Maddie, that's her name. Thank you. Dance Moms. It's a, it's a cult show. We're all gonna have fun. You ever seen that gift? No, but, <laughs> but I know the Dance Moms is is like a, a cult for married white women. And Floyd. I'm totally basic. I'm okay with that. Shasta. Uh, yeah. Here's how, and and you can get a lifeline with Floyd. I'm going to give you, and these are all Disney shows, Disney char- Disney show characters, because uh, Lizzie McGuire's coming back, and then JoJo's kind of in, JoJo C was kind of in that vein. I'm going to give you three characters. I need you to tell me the Disney show. Okay. Alan Twitty, Louis Stevens, Tawny Dean. Um, is that, what is that show? That's... Stevens family, or um, don't we get multiple choice? <laughs> no, no. Um, the Stevens family. <laughs> okay, uh, Eddie Thomas, Corey Baxter, Senorita Rodriguez. Oh, what is that hotel? So, um, I'll do a lifeline. Floyd, that would be Corey's house. Okay. Eddie Thomas, yeah. Corey Baxter, Senorita Rodriguez. Corey, what'd Thomas. you say? You said who? Eddie Thomas. Yeah. Corey Baxter. Uh huh. Senorita Rodriguez. There's one you shouldn't miss, and this is. Oh the- no 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 no! Sorry, that was. I'm thinking of the spinoff. I apologize. Go back to me. That's so Raven. Yes. That's so Raven. That's oh. my favorite TV show. I'm totally sorry. Next up, <laughs> Alex Russo, <laughs> Professor Crumbs, Harper Finkel. Yes. Sorry. Oh my god, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Miran- okay. Miranda Sanchez, Matt McGuire, Gordo. Mm. Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> Last one. London Tipton. Oh yes. Maddie Fitzpatrick and Cody Martin. Yeah, I don't know. I might know the characters' names, but I'm not very good with actresses. Well, thank th- the, like, those were the character names. Oh, was it? Then yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> all right, yeah. it's all good. Thanks, Shasta. Let's uh, let's grab Leah here. I'm fairly confident that I got all those right. Hi, Leah. Hi. Do, do you have a daughter? I do have a daughter. Yeah, it's a she, six-year-old. Is she so she's right in the in the bullseye for JoJo Siwa, oh. right? Yeah, back to school shopping was quite fun this year because she discovered JoJo. Right. Like, so you know about the hair bows. Oh, yes. And the shoes. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize how many shoes. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another type of event where there would be like 8,000 moms and six-year-old girls. Cause I can't even. There's even dudes at like boy band concerts. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe like an American Doll Girl convention. Maybe. Okay. All right, Leah. Here here we go. Alan Twitty, Louis Stevens, Tawny Dean. Even Stevens. Eddie Thomas, Corey Baxter, Senorita Rodriguez. 
That's so Raven. Alex Russo, Professor Crumbs, Harper Finkel. Can I use my lifeline on this one? Floyd. Say the names again. Alex Russo, she was the star, Professor Crumbs, and Harper Finkel. Oh, see, I think I wrote that prematurely. It was kind of modeled after Harry Potter. Oh, oh, oh my oh, God! Wizards of Waverly Place. Place. Miranda yeah, Sanchez. <laughs> Miranda Sanchez, Matt McGuire, and Gordo. Lizzie McGuire. And the last one. So far, you've got you've gone four for four. Uh, a light hitting four for four, but still. Um, London Tipton, <laughs> Maddie Fitzpatrick, and Cody Martin. Cody. Great life was back in Cody. Yes. yes. Nicely done, Leah. So, Thank you. So, Leah, did you watch Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Oh, absolutely. So you understand. and that's the Raven. So you understand my love of London Tipton, right? Yes. Okay. Did you know the actress is dating Macaulay Culkin? Oh, Brenda Song? Yes. I had no idea. That's crazy. He has a type. Yes. <laughs> we'll put it uh, that way. I, I was a latecomer to Even Stevens, like after after Shia LaBeouf was mm-hmm. in Transformers, and I went back and I watched that show, and I can say this: the Jufro he sported on that oh, show yeah. was <laughs> yes. amazing. Yeah, and That's where Beans is from. <laughs> 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 Leah, congratulations! What's your daughter's Thank name? Thank you, Riley. Awesome. Hold on one second. Have a great time with all those screaming four to six year olds. Oh, I'm sure I will. <laughs> uh, we have more tickets to give away later on this week. 7.45, a little bit more with the VMAs and more in entertainment before 8. 7.54, the morning reboot on Q105. Uh, we mistimed some things. So we will get to the chicken pox stories. If you have one you want to share, we would love to hear yours. You can text it in now. We'll get to them by 8.15 or so. Uh, you can text 419-240-1055. I think we'll do uh, some more JoJo Siwa and Disney show stuff later this week. That was yeah, fun. Yeah, that was fun. Which is a wa- Waverly Place. Alex Russo still looks so When you, you said age. Russo, I thought of... um. Christy Romano, the girl who voiced Kim Possible. That's what I wrote down right away. And then you were like, Harry Potter. I was like, oh, Wizards of Waverly Place. Wasn't thinking, because that was her name. Selena Gomez's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was thinking, uh, I'm trying to, I visualize. I met her a couple times. Miranda, what's the show? Lizzie McGuire? No. Miranda, that's her name. The artist, she was a singer. Oh, Miranda Crossgrove from um, Miranda Jake Cosgrove. and Josh. Yes. yeah. And she's from School of Rock. Yep, 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 yep. Um, let's see. Big night at the VMAs last night. Uh, a couple of things. Miley, uh, first, uh, I guess, you know, appearance since uh, the announcement of her divorce. She has a new tattoo, I guess, alluding to Liam. Now we're lost, so it's This uh, new Miley project has not given us any hits. It's not, but like, but then she sings it live, and you're like, oh, that's good. Uh, Taylor won maybe the uh, biggest award of the night last night for video of the year. I first want to say thank you to the fans because in this video, several points were made. So you voting for this video means that you want a world where we're all treated equally under the law. At the end of this video, there was a petition, and there still is a petition. Woo! 
for the Equality Act, which basically just says we all deserve equal rights under the law. She's right. Under um, the law. A uh, couple of things on, on Taylor. I mentioned reading some some writers' thoughts on, on the album, and, and they all kind of pointed out, uh, or the ones that I read, that Taylor's not very good at picking first singles off the last couple of albums because mm-hmm. the la- they're not bad, but they're not what comes after it. So off the last album is your favorite sound effect song. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, ready for it, and look mm-hmm. what you made me do. This album, uh, me and You Need to Calm Down were the first two singles, but Lover, The Archer, and others will be bigger hits. And then listening to them, I don't... Like, listening to them, like, I'm taking out how they, she released the singles. Um, The song with the pen of this guy. Why did it just... Me. Listen? Me. That does not fit the soundtrack of this right. album at all. It it might be her very best album. There, yeah. As we listened, as we skimmed through yesterday, there are much better quality songs. Like, even the Dixie Chicks song is is good. And mm-hmm. she, she talked about somewhere, I don't know where, but it was important for her to go back to those country roots. And she... she um, Probably upon- CBS This Morning. I watched that interview. She's been doing a lot of press <laughs> for this. And she I don't think she did much for, for the last album. Um, also, this album in two days was the highest sell- selling album of the last year in two days mm-hmm. it beat out uh, uh the shallow album oh stars born yes it beat out that album which had a had a an award-winning movie behind mm-hmm. it and also um i'm still thinking this through in my head taylor has been quite she's been much more political in the last year than she has been at any other time in her mm-hmm. career. And and again, she still sold nearly half a million albums in a couple of days. So you wonder if she can wade into those waters or just everybody that likes Taylor agrees with her. And maybe it's I probably both. I think for me, with Taylor Swift as a late bloomer, like I took six, seven albums for me, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling you. I'm just happy that I don't hear anything about her damn relationships. I know. I, it's that's all, it's that's what album. it is. That's what it is. I'm like... Oh, she's actually an artist? I don't care who she's dating? That's the Taylor Swift that I want to get to know, and I want to be like, I'm a Swifty. Because guess what? I don't care who you're dating. I, don't, I honestly don't care. I, I didn't want to hear about the stuff, the annual July 4th frolic in the sea with all mm-hmm. the famous people. Um, in one part that I was reading, I wasn't sure if the, the writer was saying it, or there were quotes out of context, or they were Taylor, or the the song is called, I, I think, I, uh, I Forgot You Even Existed. Mm-hmm. I And again, I'm not certain with this, but I believe it alludes to Calvin Harris. And do you remember their thing? Yeah, because he had a diss track. I mean, it's really weird when pop artists have diss tracks. I'm like, this is weird. Ta- I guess Taylor helped out with This Is What You Came For. Mm-hmm. And then Calvin Harris, that was the, the beginning of the end for them, and they broke up, yeah. and there was some Twitter stuff. But to me, I felt like she... Tr- she in some ways, she disrespected him because he has been a, a mega icon in mm-hmm. music. Oh, for sure. Not to Taylor's level, but he is deserving of everything. He's, yeah. And she kind of like brushed him aside like mm-hmm. he was some one-hit artist. I didn't know much about that. I knew they had a breakup, and he did. It was ugly. He did a song, and she did a song, and I was just like, oh, that's all pop star beef. It doesn't make sense. It's so uncomfortable. Artist of the Year, Ariana. Song of the Year, Old Town Road, Best New Artist, Billie Eilish, Best Collab, Sean Mendez, Camila Cabello, uh, Push Artist of the Year, Billie Eilish again, and that'll wrap up VMA stuff. Do I want to give you... Oh, um, so who's uh, Jessica... Who's Jessica Biel married to? 
Just a Timberlake. Yep. Uh, some old footage was uh, dug up from 1999 um, by one of the entertainment sources, E News or Entertainment Online. To be honest, I don't really listen. I haven't really. I mean, I know of them, of course, and I've heard of them and I've heard the music. I, I don't think I own any of their CDs. I'm not a huge fan. Um, but, I mean, cool, I guess. She was referring to In Sync. In 1999. Jessica Biel was? Yep. <laughs> Look how the world works. I know. And she's a fan now. I know. <laughs> uh, one one last thing here. It caught my attention for the quote because it's something I, I deeply and profoundly believe in. Not that I want to keep the Hannah Brown quotes and, and train rolling along. Because we're like, a girl. Yeah, we're like three weeks removed from that, that show ending. Uh, she opened up on our Instagram stories about how she's recently been feeling in the wake of her time on the uh, series. A lot of people ask me, are you happy these days? And to be honest, I hate that question because I'm not some of the time. Nothing about some of the circumstances I went through recently made me happy. Now look, we've talked at length how happiness should not happiness and love is not one thing you're you're is not the main goal on that show it's being you signed up for this it's followers yes you've literally <laughs> you've jumped into the fiery beast of drama you took the psyche vow like it takes a lot to get on these tv shows it truly does it's not like they literally go when they say a casting call that's like you just line up and they're like oh come here there's literally hurdles and hurdles before they're kind of just like you're a bachelorette girl breathe it's fine it's like NASA level <laughs> and it's like it NASA go. level intensity of mental mental uh, uh, acuity to yeah. hang in there. But I like this quote, and maybe it's slightly out of context, but I I agree with the directness of it. I have moments of ha- I have moments of happy, but happiness is fleeting. I hope, and I'm going to read that again. I have moments of happy, but happiness is fleeting. Uh, one thing that I've talked about, thanks to some, a lot of discussion with our, our friend from University of Finley, Dr. Andrea, who I'm going to visit uh, Thursday, one of her classes at the University mm-hmm. of Finley. Um, she works in their behavioral sciences there, psychology, all that. Um, we've talked about how too many people become miserable or depressed because they think or expect to be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. Happy, happiness is not a disposition. Happiness is a feeling. And she and I talk about, and I've kind of adapted this for my presentations, is um, if one end of the spectrum is euphoria and the other end of the spectrum is complete and total despair, mm-hmm. those are feelings. And yes. they, they should be fleeting. You want to live in the middle. You want to be like... Partly cloudy, partly sunny, and and you want to try to be content, but you you shouldn't expect or want or you can't be happy all the time, and you hopefully won't be miserable all the time if right. you are. You, but you, you need to get help. I get what you're saying there because like you want to be in that timid. We need those mood swings to feel like human. Like I, I get what you mean, like being in the middle. I like that because like if and I always say this to people because like I I per- give off positive energies up but there's sometimes i just i'm just quiet and down that's just yeah i'm allowed to be that way and like i'm seeing when people the biggest pet peeve is what's wrong you're normally happy it's like i am happy i just want to be quiet right now human beings go along the emotional spectrum um only i am so robotic to have very few feelings <laughs> but yeah please please understand that that, I, that makes so much sense when you said that i was like oh i get it happiness is is fleeting and you really shouldn't be elated all the time that that's mania but you also conversely shouldn't be depressed all the time again you want to be in the middle so you can 
when something good happens, you can be happy. When something bad happens, you should be upset because that that's being a human being. And as much as I give her poop for like being on the show, like you signed up for her, you knew what you were going to sign up for. But at the end of the day, she is a human, and those are a lot of stuff weighing on you. Like it does take a mental toll on you. Like you are thrust into the spotlight, and I, as I said, you sign up for it. But like people can't separate that reality TV is not reality TV. I'm sure she walks around and people are just like, how dare you not choose Tyler or blah, 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 blah. Right. And she's kind of like, it's a game. It's like I the, played the game very well because we're still talking about it, but that's not my life, sir or ma'am it, or whoever watches The Bachelor. It's Bachelorette. I, I don't want to say the female side because both sexes enjoy The Bachelor, mm-hmm. but it's like the people who booed Andrew Luck walking off the field the other night because it's, he retired for his his well-being. It's mm-hmm. like, you messed up my fantasy. Whoa! Right, like, exactly. Your fantasy is my my life, you know what I mean? 805 yeah. with the morning reboot. Chicken pox. We don't talk much about that, but thanks to uh, author Tony Geftos, we'd like to share a couple of stories. Q105. on Q105. After we wrap up this segment, we'll get you qualified uh, to fly away to anywhere in the U.S. Hang on for that, but you can still use the number now if you'd like to be a part of this here on the Morning Reboot. Eric and Floyd, Q105, 419-240-1055. So, um... Channel 13, uh, Channel 13's Tony Geftos was in yesterday because Tony wrote a book. He actually published a poem he had written to his girlfriend back then when he was 24. I think he's 43 now. And he published that poem because it's a fun story about how he, well, fun now. Uh, it's a fun story how he kind of impressed his soon-to-be wife by trying to turn a smile by getting chicken pox <laughs> when he was 24 years old. He thought it was acne, but it was it was chicken pox you can go back and hear that on the podcast from yesterday and uh we got to we got to talk about it and and, and as i thought and he confirmed because he is an intrepid journalist and reporter and anchor on 13 there is no more chicken pox Mm. see we also thought that about measles so let's not jinx it i get it i get it but but as of now we good so there's when did this happen for me yeah like when did we eradicate chicken pox I feel like there was a vaccination shortly after I got it. Because I feel like my sister got it before me, then I got it, then I felt like no one else had it after me. Okay. But it was around, so mid-90s? Late-90s? It seemed to have gone away. It seemed to, to go away like a, a show scheduled to run Friday nights on NBC. <laughs> like, hey, what happened to that? Oh, it was on Friday night. It was meant to be canceled. So there's no more chicken pox. I, I have specific memories of this virus, I guess, uh, sorry if that's the wrong medical term from when I was mm-hmm. a kid, and and yours is, yours is ickier. Uh, Mine if, is ickier. Yes, if it is. You have a chicken pox story four one nine two four zero one zero five five. I got it. I mean, I guess most kids do when I was four, five, six years old. Mm-hmm. Probably not much older than that. And what I remember from it is ninety five. That's when, when the that, vaccine when came it, out. It was licensed in the United States in March nineteen ninety five. You're right. It'll be back. Um, <laughs> I I remember. I was a little boy, and I remember my mom telling me, don't pick at it. Because they itch, right? Mm-hmm. They, they feel weird. Little scabby scabbies. Don't pick at it. Well, I don't believe I listened. And hold on one second. Uh, that is if you're calling for No us. kid ever listens. Um, I picked. Yeah, how do you tell a kid not to do that? Right. So I picked at it, and it was like right here, I think. Mm-hmm. It's either here or here. And it became like a permanent pimple or like an... 
like a node that popped out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like only I noticed it because I was a twenty-something-year-old <laughs> with a, with self-image issues. Uh-huh. So when I was working at, at Tower ninety-eight-three before, um, I well, so I was twenty-six. I'm like, forget this. I can't take it anymore. I want it off. So I had it surgically removed. But my mom was right. Don't pick at it because it'll scab over forever. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying like you had another because it's not uncommon to have it chickenpox twice. So I was like, wait, you had Heard it again that. as an no, adult? It, uh, the scab, just thing the scab that I picked, has just been there. It stayed, and I wanted wow. it removed. That's crazy. Let's, let's see this, and then we'll, we'll see where yours was. Hi, it's Q105. Good morning. Good morning. Hi there. How can we help you? Well, I was calling in to tell my chickenpox story. Please yes. do share away. So I actually, it's not common to have it twice. You can have chickenpox and then shingles, but I actually had chickenpox when I was an infant and gave it to my dad because mm. he had never had it before. Right. And he got really super sick, but then I actually had chickenpox again when I was three. Ooh. And yeah, it was not fun because um, when you get it the second time, it tends to be worse. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I actually gave it to my dad and he got super, super sick and he will never let me live it down to this day. <laughs> How does it transmit again? Like, how do you catch it? Now I want to go into the chickenpox Wikipedia. It's it's from contact mm. with the chickenpox. Right. So I guess the, I, the good news when you got it was you get to got, you got to stay home from school. Well, I was only three, so I didn't really go to school. Why well, not? But like, it's such a common kid thing. Like, if you get it, you're oh, in yeah. kindergarten. So, um, you're not going to get it. A th- Can you get it a third time? Well, the doctors aren't sure if I could get it a third time because my immune system obviously doesn't work. Mm. <laughs> Clearly. Yes, I, 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 I want to back away from the microphone. I don't want you to catch like, any, any microbes I have. What's your name again? Amber. Hi, Amber. Thanks for the phone call this morning. Yes, Amber. I was You're reading, welcome. You have a good one. I was reading the description of how chickenpox is transmitted, and I was like, oh! From person to person by directly touching the blisters, saliva, or mucus of an infected person. Hold on one second. Can you share about where yours <gasps> We're was? We're going there. All right, so I got mine in by my, my, my little man meat, my little my gen, general area. So I thought it was like just... Like on it? Like like right by it, right by it. And my mom said, don't pick at it. But as a little boy, you know when you don't touch it, but then you do touch it, and you're like, oh, that's this amazing feeling. And I'm like, I'm like five, six, or seven. So I'm just like... Just kept scratching. And I got, like, really bad infected. So it was like, right? Okay, so we'll, we'll give you a general description. Belly button, hop down twice. <laughs> That's where it was. As a little boy. And it was just a little, like I said, a little bump. And I was itchy. And my mom's like, don't do it. And then... So, one, it's in a... Telling... You have to tell little boys not to play with themselves anyway. <laughs> anyway, but, like, and- now that I have a toy down there, like, a legit friend with my friend, so then me scratching it... Of course, I'm like a nasty kid. I go, what do I do after you scratch? You touch your face, you touch ah. your arm. And so like it just broke out all over me. And I, I remember the chicken box like it was in this I'm 36 now, so 30 years ago. I remember getting them. I remember like just being the most miserable kid. And my mom put like the patches on me. Like and I had to wear like these little glove things, so I kept t- stop touching myself. It was awful, yeah, was- awful, all. And she put that pink, really weird lotion that. Back in the day, like '90s remedy, like cam- chamomile lotion or whatever it was, it smelled awful. It was chalky. Ugh. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, who's this? 
I, I kept that going. It's Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Uh, I said, way, I said, ew. Way to go and miss Pride. You're, you're going to hear from the home office about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that wasn't my doing. I don't do the planning. Annie does. You have a very bad gay boyfriend. <laughs> Give him chicken pox. What, uh, what's your chicken pox story? Now, the thing is, um, I did get it when I was a kid. Um, you know, so you get me so anyways, it was painful, you know, you lose work, I mean, lose some schooling, whatever. But the worst thing was, about t- 10 years ago, I'm getting this rash on my side, and we'd be right-hand side where the kidney's liver is, and here I'm thinking it's like working out in the yard and I got poison ivy, because it was like, you know, really rashy like that. Mm-hmm. Very painful, though. So I went to the doctors, and they, and they said, well, um, you got shingles. I said, what is that? Yeah. And they said, okay, you know, then they told me, the thing is, chicken pox, once you get it, it will always, according to the doctor, always going to be in your body. Right. It's just going to trigger as you get older, Mm -hmm. somehow. And they they even said stress can trigger uh, trigger it. Yeah. But very painful when you're older. I will say, you, there's supposed to be like, it's supposed to be like a chronic pain. Did you get itchy? Oh, yes, got itchy. But um, here I'm thinking that maybe I had like, uh, uh, you know, like a stomach virus or something, mm. because it was all my lower stomach that was like, you know, really painful. Yeah, that's no fun, no fun, no fun. No, no, it was not any fun. All right, Jimmy, have a good rest of your week, okay? Okay, you too. Take care. See, that's what I'm terrified about. As I because I, I hear stories about shingles, which is just chicken pox 2.0, because but it's just it like he just said it's. For us, it, we, when you think of chicken pox growing up, you what? You're just itchy. You're picking. You're just picking, picking. But as you get older, as an adult, it's like it's pain. So I see the uh, commercials for that. On- I was about to say that's that's my first inkling of it. Like, can I get a shingles vaccine? There's no vaccination for it, but you can take like this pill. I'm like, give me all the pills. I don't even want to take a chance. Eight twenty six with the morning reboot. Our friend Jeff McGee is here. No big movies coming out this week, but we do have something fun coming up in the trailer game. Oh. Okay, that was a good enough pause. Qualified. Yeah. Okay. Caller 10. Let's do that. Caller 10. Right now, you're qualified to fly away to anywhere and get qualified for that $500 gift card from Genoa Bank. 419-240-1055. Caller 10. You're qualified right now. Good luck. Eight thirty nine. Good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q105. It's Eric Floyd. That music means we're playing... Super Smash, Smash Brothers. Ah, yes. The wondrous glory of all your Nintendo favorites beating the living <laughs> hell out of each other. Because that's exactly the way the world works. But That is uh, Jeffy McGee, our pop culture superhero, who will allow me to beat the crap out of Floyd in this game, perhaps. Yes, I'm hoping, because ultimately you've been having a little bit of a down period, sir. You've been losing the last few weeks, i got to say. But we're going to try and make up with that, because it is time to look at TV series that got moved into the movie universe. Because mm. the trailer hit this week for a Breaking Bad movie entitled El Camino, coming out October 11th. Anybody who didn't notice on Netflix, definitely worth uh, getting excited about because ultimately I, I am a huge fan of Breaking Bad. I think it's one of the best shows of all time, yada, yada, yada. But <laughs> let's get to the other times that a TV series has gotten a big 
budget long form usually big screen although not that that case in this particular instance right. adaptation so in every one of these cases it's basically the tv series came first in most cases it was a continuation of the series not just a reboot mm. although that is not the case in in at least a couple of them so okay. all right so floyd and eric hands on buzzers or above desk let's go to number one please Good morning, Mr. Phelps. This is your mission, should you choose to accept it. Mission Ethan Impossible. Hunt, yeah, that's Mission Impossible. <laughs> you, you sounded so well, almost like, di- disappointed that we <laughs> no, used no, no, no. that one. Well, <laughs> I was waiting for the... Dun, dun. I was well, like, that, well, that was coming. That, okay. that was coming, yeah. But, but yeah, that was the Mission Impossible from 1996, which was originally a, supposed to be a continuation of the original show, to the point where Martin Landau actually said in an interview that the original cast was all contacted so that they could appear in it for the first 15 minutes and all get killed off right away. And now so- <laughs> Tom Cruise just keeps making them. Yep, that they, was 96? That was 96, wow. over 23 years ago now was Woo. the first one of that series. So Floyd, one. Eric, nothing. Number two on the list, please. 20th Century Fox presents... <gasps> the Simpsons. The greatest oh my god, you didn't even get to... <laughs> my movie was awful. <laughs> it was no Beavis and Butthead movie, that's for sure. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't go for Beavis and Butthead in this list, otherwise oh, I would. Wow, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but yes, that was the Simpsons movie from 2007, which a lot of fans like really look back on with fondness now. But I'm like, I've seen individual Simpsons episodes that were like ten times better than that mm-hmm. movie. So it's like it was one of those things where it was just a reminder of how far that show had fallen by that point. Yeah. And now we're another 13 years past that, yep. and it's still not gotten any better in the ensuing still years. So, all right, so Floyd and Eric tied at one apiece. We go to number three on the list, please. Give me a kiss, goodnight. It's the last single girl kiss. The ultimate single gal, Carrie Bradshaw, will be married oh, to John There it is. Okay. <laughs> Wait until you hear Carrie's name before you finally jumped in on that one. Oh, I thought, the, I thought the music genre would give it away at least a little bit. <laughs> no, I would like automatically do, like some blues show. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know any shows like this. Yeah, yeah, that would be Sex in the City, HBO's long running, and then followed by two movies, one of which did very well, and one of which didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So we have Floyd, two, Eric, one. Let's go to number four on the list, please. Damn, I hate to fly. But the only answer. That's Charlie's Angels. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> oh my God! Not even. F- 0.5 seconds of Charlie's voice on the speaker, and all of a no, sudden you're out, you're ready to go. Lou. Yeah. <laughs> when's the, is the next one next summer? Uh, I, I I think it's this fall actually. Is I it? Double okay. check. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, they've already. For those of you who didn't know, this would be the, I'd be the second reboot, even beyond just this initial first movie, because they had the short-lived TV Jeez, series that came out a few years ago. The pilot was so good. Well, the pilot but, was so good, but, but, I, guess, I, the, but I totally knew like when it aired, I go, this thing gonna last. <laughs> we're not we're not ready for Charlie's Angels. TV show. But now they're doing... We're not ready for a Charlie's Angels TV show in this era, I assume you mean. No, no, yeah, because yeah, it was the original era. 70s Yeah, no, I'm sorry. We're not ready for... a TV show. We're not ready for that <laughs> reboot, but as everything's being rebooted, I'm like, gotcha. all right, let's keep going. All right, number five on the list, please. Once upon a time, a man drew a little mouse. This summer, that man will be spinning in his grave. Oh, my God, why? That is... That's a... 
Paramount. South Park, Bigger, Bigger Longer Than Cops. I, I didn't mean the whole title, but I'm glad that you went for it. <laughs> oh, that movie. That, that was that was a trip to see in the theater, I gotta be honest. <laughs> I wouldn't love to see it in a movie theater. But I remember my mom bought me that style track, and she goes, I'm gonna take that back. <laughs> So you are of age. Kyle's mom is a... Well, we're not going to go there at this time in the morning. All right. So Floyd is going to win this week, but we're going to keep going. Let's go to number six on the list, please. There are conspiracies too fast. (laughs) X-Files. Just the word conspiracy was enough for you on that one. Didn't you have to get to to hearing Mulder say, Scully, run. The first movie was good. The second movie was abominable. I've heard that, but I have not. I've heard that enough that I haven't bothered to see the sequel, the sequel movie of that one. So, all right. So let's go to number seven. Let's wrap it up. Just outside of Chicago. Wayne's World. That would be Wayne's World, which people will remember was actually, of course, inspired by a skit on SNL. Yeah. Well, so. I remember that, but I wasn't a TV show. It was skit, but not it was a, show. a TV. Okay. It, I'm sorry, but I count every SNL movie as okay. a TV inspired by a TV Even show. Ladies Man. Oh yes. <laughs> Deuce Bigelow. Superstar. That was not a skit though. That was just was that, character. Yeah. No. Rush no. He, he he never appeared as Deuce Bigelow on uh, on um, Saturday Night Live. Uh, with where we are on time. Well done, Floyd. How about if we run through what you watch, stream, and download? Let's do it. On Netflix, uh, for those of you who are interested in the new Dave Chappelle comedy special, Sticks and Stones, dropped last night. You can check that out on Netflix right now. Coming up this week, there's a new thriller series called The A-List, which is a uh, thriller set at a summer camp. It's a British show that they imported. A lot of people are talking it up as being like maybe their next big uh, supernatural type Mm. thing, so they might want to look into that. And the big one for this week though is the dark crystal age of resistance the sequel series long awaited by fans that is being made based upon the classic uh, jim henson movie from the 1980s movie so still freaks me out <laughs> i want to know what kind of drugs he did for uh for that but that or or labyrinth let's labyrinth. be honest yeah, yeah. Find that too, yeah. <laughs> i think the original the movie is on prime mm-hmm. yeah i believe I so i'll have to look it up but uh, on amazon speaking of which the lincoln lawyer just do- dropped once again on amazon prime for those of you interested it is the Matthew McConaughey th- uh, thriller that came out in 2011. Also coming out this week, Carnival Row, which is a uh, fantasy series starring Orlando Bloom. That's a period series that Amazon is positioning as trying to be their answer to Game of Thrones. I would basically, say they've been they've been um, promoting it a lot. Oh, yeah. Him and the other girl who's in the show. When's that hit? Uh, ha- drops later on this week. Okay. I, be- you know, I believe later on. I believe on the 30th, but I could be exact. Could be wrong on the exact date. Uh, on Hulu, a couple of uh, comedies from years recent, some of which were worth checking out, some of which not. Anger Management. Do you remember this one? The one that came out with Robert De Niro? Re- nope, nope. That was Jack Nicholson and. Um, uh, and he was, you know, and, and anger management trying to, uh, trying to calm down the nerves of a. Gosh, that's terrible. Why can't I remember his name all of a sudden? I don't remember anger management. Yeah, th- th- this was a show that eventually Charlie Sheen adapted into his sitcom. So all right, well, let's move anyway, on. That, yeah, anyway, let's keep going and move on to Meet the Parents. Speaking of Robert De Niro, that one is the one with him and Ben Stiller, and that is on uh, Hulu as we speak. And also, if you want to see an all-time great disaster, for some reason, Mordecai has been put up on Hulu at right now. So 
for those of you who want to watch Johnny Depp just doing anything necessary yes, for was. money. Okay, I could think yeah. of who it was. <laughs> yep. Even okay. he forgot that one. Yep. <laughs> on Netflix, if you want to check out some of the Disney stuff that's going to be on there not too much longer because you've got uh, the Disney Plus coming out, uh, Lilo and Stitch. Do you remember this one? Yep. Yeah, yeah the, From 2002. That yeah. was a, a very good movie. Also on uh, Amazon, Charlotte's Web, both the live action version with all the celebrity voices and the original animated one are both available on Amazon right now if you want to check out a classic children's story brought to life. And not quite as classic, but I have a nostalgic attachment to it. Beethoven. Do you remember that one? The, the, the Bernard, Bernard. With uh, Charles Grodin yeah, as, the dad, yeah, yeah. as the dad. Yeah, so if you want to check that out, now is the time. There's also a few big things on video on demand coming out this week. A lot of the summer movies that came out that didn't necessarily do huge, but you might want to see them anyway. Ma, which is the Octavia Spencer thriller Ooh. that came out from Blumhouse no. earlier this year. No, she was abducting partying teenagers. Yes, she yeah. was. <laughs> also, Men in Black International, no. which opened and did Wait, nothing. Did that come out already? Yes, it did. Wow. Okay. <laughs> we did a whole week b- b- devoted Quite to it here. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and then John Wick Chapter 3 comes out this week on video on demand. They've already announced a fourth. Get hyped, people. So that is your thing He's for this week. Have a great next few years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keanu. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, Jeff. Thank you as always. 49 on the morning reboot. We've got most like tweet your next chance to get qualified to fly away to anywhere in the U.S. 1220 today with Ross. Tweeted, but they sure liked it. The morning reboots, most liked tweet of the morning on Q105. By all means, yes, mine is, mine is from at Mickey. Tis the season because Halloween's coming up. It just says, currently helping my son search for his chocolate that I'm fully aware that I ate last night. Oh, for Halloween. Yeah. Is that crazy that like the, the last thing I think of now with Halloween is candy? It's costumes, pumpkins, <laughs> drinks, Uggs, cider. Yeah. Parties. Um, gatherings. Like I can't pronounce this person's name. She has a check mark that you want. When you're 20, you care what everyone thinks. When you're 40, you stop caring what everyone thinks. When you're 60, you realize no one was ever thinking about you in the first place. <laughs> Uh, that's a Winston Churchill quote. Uh, she is a young woman, and she says, I think I've just turned 60. <laughs> that's funny. 901 on the morning reboot. Thanks for being here today. 1220, next chance to get qualified to fly away to anywhere in the U.S. It is now time to text Eric to 419-240-1055 to get the podcast. Q105 Studios, sponsored by Nathan.